welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Hello, Dietitian Boss. I want to share with you some common excuses that we hear here at Dietitian Boss from so many of you about why you haven't yet started or why you're stuck. So if you're feeling like you've started, but you're not quite getting consistent clients, or maybe you're getting clients, but you just can't quite get to the next level, it's probably your mindset. So I want to talk today about excuses that hold dietitians back from starting or from progressing in those foundational stages of getting your business off the ground. So firstly, a few of the mistakes, well, mostly all of them are mindset related. And so one of the most important components of starting and operating a business based on the principles of the dietitian boss method is having courage. Courage to be different, courage to start, courage to be a little embarrassed because anytime you try something new, you're going to be placed outside of your comfort zone. And for some of you, you will need some therapy and some resources and some outlets to be able to process your emotions, which possibly are due to some unhealed trauma. And that is a good opportunity for you to take that time and go seek some professional help and resources. Now, for those of you that have either already been in treatment or you're currently in treatment, or you've decided and you have outlets processing your emotions, especially if they're deeply rooted in trauma, the next step is thinking about what is it that's holding you back from pursuing your dreams? And even if you're not crystallized as to what your dreams are, you don't exactly know what your business will look like, but you do know you want something that feels creative, something that feels like your own, something that feels aligned, something that feels like you can call the shots and you're your own boss and you can create that freedom and flexibility on your terms. Let's talk about what's holding you back. One of the most common setbacks that I hear our clients say in our audience is that they think they're too young. And I also hear the too old piece too, and I've addressed this for years now. So let's start with the too young piece, and then we'll go to the too old, and then we'll move on to the next excuse. So for those of you that think you're too young, quite often that happens when you graduate or when you're still in your internship or you're in your first two years, and it makes a lot of sense that you feel that way because we're conditioned to believe that we need to get two years of clinical experience. And in those two years of clinical experience is an opportunity if you do decide to take a job and build your practice at the same time like what I did. It's an opportunity for you to use that time to build your private practice. Now you can create a course while you're working your nine to five, and you can create your course on a topic that's either commonly requested, a hot topic in nutrition, or if you've decided your messaging, you can focus on your message. If you don't know yet, the act of creating your course is more important than the topic itself. You will need to rework that course with time. Nobody has a perfect course on the first round. So keep that in mind. It's an opportunity for you if you feel that you're too young to get started with going through the motions and the process of creating an offer and specifically passive income, which would be a digital offer. And I recommend you to create what's called a mini course. So that would be a course under an hour on any hot topic in nutrition or topic that you're passionate about, but that also is something that people are searching for and will pay for. So you want to make sure there's alignment both with your passion and what will people pay for. So you don't want to make a course that nobody will buy. It has to be something that consumers are willing to purchase that solves a problem that they have. For example, they want to optimize their sports performance or they want to find food freedom, 
or they want to learn how to feed their baby so their baby can grow, or they want to lose weight, or they want to manage a chronic condition, something of that nature. So you want to make sure you're solving an actual tangible problem that people have. Now, if you feel that you're too young, it's a great opportunity for you to identify what is it about me, about who you are right now that has a skill that somebody that doesn't have the level of education that you do, what is it that you can share? We all have gifts that we can share. In your young 20s and you're an intern, you still have experiences and knowledge that far exceed the average consumer that doesn't have any nutrition education or even healthcare professionals. I believe doctors have one year. So we definitely have more education than the average person. And so knowing that and tapping into believing in yourself and having the courage to create a product around our experience and our education is one foot forward. Nobody's saying that you have to coach or consult or do something that might feel intimidating or challenging. If your first step is just to be able to enroll people and be able to get paid, you could look into creating a course or doing any type of consulting work to build up your confidence. So if you feel you're too young, again, you have a couple options while you're working your first job or your clinical job or whatever position I'm assuming it's either WIC or clinical based on statistics and dietetics, you can congruently build your private practice by taking, let's say an hour a week to create a passive income product on a topic that people search that you have alignment with. And that'll get you one foot forward because you have more knowledge than people who don't have any nutrition education, because as a registered dietitian, we've gone through a ton of schooling. And typically when we feel that we're too young, we're making all these excuses and being critical about ourselves. We feel that we are anything too young, too old, too something. And oftentimes we just need to take a moment and realize that the gifts and talents that we have do help people. It's all about targeting who can you help. And that's a longer conversation about defining your message that is very important. And I've said a million times that you will need to define your message to create a sustainable business, but you do not need to have a clearly defined niche to get your first couple clients or sell your first couple courses online. So keep in mind that this is a process. So if you think you're too young, I hope that that gave you some solace to be able to move forward. And if you're also worrying about compliance issues and regulations, that's understandable. That's very understandable because dietetics is a regulated profession. And that's another reason why creating a course is an educational digital product, meaning that you're not providing individual advice because in a course you're talking about general topics and you're not giving specific recommendations to an individual and their specific needs. Therefore you have some more leeway when it comes to regulation. So creating a digital product is another reason why it can make things easier when it comes to scope of practice. If you think you're too old, keep in mind that it's a gift. It's a gift to have experience. And there are many people that resonate and like a practitioner that's had, let's say if you're retired or near retirement, you've had 20, 30, 40 years in the field, or it's a second career and you're switching to dietetics and you're in your, however old you are, or however you perceive age to be a barrier for you and your progress. Keep in mind that there are so many individuals that prefer that because they will resonate with a fact, whether you're a first career or second career dietetics, you have life experience. And there are many people that do prefer that. And there are also people that like younger people, perhaps it's relatable to certain generations. So there are strengths in your traits and it's all about leveraging and leaning into those traits and accepting who you are and then creating a business around who you are and starting somewhere. And the best place to start is a course because less regulations, less time, 
And it's a great experience for you to go through the motions of running an online business and building with time. It's really just a great way to get your feet wet. Of course, I love coaching and I'm a huge fan of that. It does takes more time. So for those of you who are time poor or you don't want to invest as much time and energy, creating a course is a way to go. Can you do both? Absolutely. And if you're looking for you know a fast, easy way to ease in and provide less time as you're building up with your other aspects of business, because there's quite a bit of decisions to make, starting with the course is a good way to go. Another excuse outside of age that I hear our clients say, because again, they think they're too old or too young, is that I'm actually hearing that some of you feel satisfied and you think that $50,000 a year or $55,000 a year as a salary is good. And I just want to share that there are studies that show that there is happiness found with a salary, an average salary of seventy dollars to $100,000 a year. I believe $100,000 is actually what is marked as a desirable salary. And I know you're probably going to want the resources. So from banking rates, gobankingrates.com says the minimum salary, you need to be happy in every state. And in general, it says that globally, we find satiation occurs at $95,000 a year for life evaluation and sixty dollars to $75,000 for emotional well-being. Okay. And then finally it says, however, the study found that the ideal income for life satisfaction in North America. So this is for folks who are in North America is $105,000 a year. Okay. So for those of you that are saying you think $50,000 a year is enough, it's a personal decision. I'm just quoting the research here. I will share for me, I don't want to be capped. And when I was in clinical, there was no way I'd make more. I was paid 55,000. There wasn't a chance for me to make more than 60,000 unless if maybe I became a certified diabetes educator, which of course took years and years and testing that I had to pay for. And it just felt like such a long route for me to get a pay bump when I knew I had so much potential and passion in the day-to-day in the clinical setting felt monotonous to me. And being a private practice consultant bought my salary so fast that I decided to do private practice full-time and then share with you how you too can leverage the internet to build your private practice and be able to really feel more self-satisfaction and flexibility from working in your own business and then help dietitians at large because your ability to do so and role model on social media inspires your peers as well. And then we can all help more people and feel satisfied as a career profession if we're moving towards private practice in whatever way, whether it's group, solopreneur, however you decide to structure your private practice. There are so many ways. So for those of you that are thinking 50K salary is good enough. I know that that's a really heated topic. And I will say based on that, I just quoted the reference. I spoke what the words were from the study. Average salary of emotional well-being is at least 60 to 75,000. And for average total in North America is $105,000 per year. Now that's a six-figure salary. Of course, that's an individual choice. I think that sometimes people don't understand salaries, especially if you're a new grad and you're desperate that clinical jobs are hard to find. And maybe you've been told you need two years of clinical, which is a lie. You don't. I know it can be hard. It can be hard to think what is a salary rate that you would accept because I felt that too. And I said, I'll just take what I can get. And I told myself, I'll just make extra monies. I'll make it work. I'll find other jobs. And then that creates burnout because then you're working too many hours. And so that's why I tell you, I show you in our rebellion program to only spend about an hour a week making a course and then spending that time learning how you can improve your course and learn more about your messaging in your market and start to really align yourself as an expert and do so while you're working full-time. And it's a great way for you to decide, hmm, do I want to transition to full-time private practice or do I want to decrease my hours in clinical? Do I want to leave clinical altogether? And that choice is up to you, but you're not pigeonholed to clinical for the rest of your life because the salary opportunities for growth in clinical are super limited. Statistically speaking, there are very few managerial positions available. And for those that are, usually the people that have them stay there until retirement. And if you're looking to make a lot of money as a practitioner, 
typically the highest rates for practitioners or diabetes educators. And then you have to you know, do a thousand hours and pass the test to become a certified diabetes educator. So I'm just saying that the range in the salary range as a clinician is drastically lower than what's available or what's an option as a private practitioner, whether you're insurance or cash pay, you have so much more options as a private practitioner. And then if you're doing insurance, you should have to do your diligence and check with how much you're getting paid for your rates with insurance. And that's why cash pay is fan favorite of our clients. Even some of our clients come to us and they'll do some insurance, but they'll really like to leverage the cash pay because of the control that you have over what you charge, how you package your services and products, et cetera, especially when it comes to the passive income stuff. So after those two excuses, right, you're thinking the salary of 50K is adequate, you think you're too old or too young, there are some other concerns about, you know, feeling scared feeling scared to drive straight into private practice, let's say out of your internship. So if that's you, and that again, kind of goes hand in hand with the feeling too young, it's a fear that we feel. And I just want to remind you that you're not alone in feeling that. And that's why getting support and investing in yourself, the same way you invested in yourself to do your dietetic internship and to complete your studies, to be qualified to sit in for your RD exam, investing in your business education is no different. And so when you invest in your business education and with someone like us who has a methodology and a process to help you step-by-step and in doing so through passive income creation, through courses and whatnot, and if you want to do coaching, there's options to help you with that as well. When you have the support to create an offer that supports your lifestyle, it can help you decrease some of the insecurities and the anxiety that might come into play with you feeling like you're scared to dive right in. So if you're feeling scared, I just want to ask you to think about those feelings and ask yourself, go get a pen and paper and write down what are the feelings you're feeling and why are you feeling that way? And just take a moment to reflect if you're feeling scared, if you're feeling like an imposter, if you're feeling insecure, working through those emotions meditating on them, talking about them in therapy, processing those emotions and acknowledging them out loud will help you work through them. And that's a really powerful component of becoming your own boss and being a private practitioner is your level of self-awareness is so much higher than when you're an employee. Because when you own your own business and whether you take it part-time or full-time, the self-awareness that you need to be able to make decisions to drive the business forward is pretty large. And it's a great benefit for personal growth. And that's why it all starts with you taking that first action to move forward and decide and make that commitment that you are ready to start. And I think it's just ambiguous when you tell me that you're scared to dive right in. I think we also need to specify what does diving in look like? Because when you are creating a course, it's a much easier way for you to get your feet wet into private practice. And so maybe it feels really scary for you to start coaching and that's understandable. So it's just something to think about. What is diving into you? What does that look like? And creating those boundaries and starting to determine the private practice infrastructure for your life is such an important first step. And that's what I talk about every week on my YouTube as well. If you prefer to see the visual version of me speaking, please check out our YouTube channel. Another excuse, I can't remember, I think we're on number four now, is being scared to invest in yourself. So I know we touched on that a little bit earlier. So fear of investing in yourself is very common. And I want to ask you, you know, how did you feel when you had the fear of investing in yourself to become a dietitian? Because many of us have loans for, you know, almost some of us, hundreds of thousands of dollars for undergrad, grad school, dietetic internship, 95% of them are unpaid. In fact, we have to pay them, which conditions us to think that we're not really valuable. I know of two internships that pay you, and those are those are not easy to get into. I think there's San Francisco and there's the Veterans Association. Most internships do not pay you to complete them. So if you're paying to go to school, you're paying to do work 
for someone else as a student, it conditions us to have this sense that we feel that we're not worthy. And so it's really challenging then to give ourselves enough credit to invest in ourselves all over again. It can also be exhausting for some of you who finish schooling as a dietitian and think, oh my goodness, I have to invest in myself even more. Wow, so much investment. And the reality is if you want to learn a new skill and private practice is a skill, operating your business in any capacity, no matter how you design it, investing in yourself is investing in your education. And it's an important component of you elevating your skills. It's an important component of you progressing in your career trajectory. And we have multiple options of investment. We Our Rebellion program is a low-cost membership where you can get the information from the Dietitian Boss Method step-by-step to help you launch your course and promote yourself on social media, position yourself as an authority figure, create your clear messaging, and put out consistent content that has people see you as the expert to then learn how to convert them into your product or service. And so that is an option for you if you're looking to gain community. I have live Q&A sessions. It's not an in-depth coaching experience. That's a much higher rate of investment. That's our mastermind programming. If you're interested, you can reach out and hear someone from our team will share what that entails. It's all on our website as well at Dietitian Boss. Any level of investment is crucial for your growth and development and the same way that it was when you became a dietitian, because we all know that wasn't free and neither is gaining a foundational business knowledge. The last excuse that I hear is the cost of starting a private practice. And I have at least two podcast episodes about the cost of starting private practice, as well as our YouTube. I believe there's two videos. I think one of my most popular ones is the cost of, I think it's nine steps and maybe it's not the cost, but I know I address that in there. So starting your private practice is a pretty nominal fee, especially if you're virtual. So of course, if you're in person, you got to pay for overhead, right? That goes without saying, you got to have an office. If you're doing a virtual private practice, which is what I teach here at Dietitian Boss, and if you're selling a digital product or you're providing any consultations or coaching, then you are operating within the spaces of the internet and you are paying for, let's say, Zoom, or if you're housing your course on a platform like an EMR or a low-cost learning management system, it's going to be a low fee. Many of them are free until you get your first couple of clients. So those are nominal fees. What you do need to pay for in any business is making sure you're registered with your state. And each state's going to be different. It can vary a few hundred dollars. You need liability insurance, which is extremely cheap from the academy per year. And then you're going to need a contract. Anytime you do business, now this isn't true for a course. A course has terms and conditions that are found on the learning management system. But if you're providing any consultation or coaching, you will need to have a contract just to make sure that you are protecting both you and your client. And that's something that we have an affiliate link for. It'll be listed in the description here. We have that listed on our YouTube videos as well on our website. So using a contract, if you're providing coaching or consulting is a great way to protect both you and the other person. And that does cost a fee. And what I suggest is that if you don't want to pay for that yet until you have your first client, when your client pays you, you can then have them sign the contract after. So you can purchase the contract after they pay you the fee and you get the monies from them. You can then have them sign the document and the contracts can cost you know under a couple hundred bucks. Again, I've got the affiliate link here that y'all can use that will be in the show notes of this description, or you can find it in many different places here in our company that will give you the resource to that link. So there is a cost. It's pretty nominal. And that would be registering your business with your state and just have to check how much that costs, however many hundreds of dollars or so. Again, I don't want to give you a flat rate because it depends on where you live. Second would be the liability insurance, which I believe is under 50 bucks for a year. I'll double check that. I can't remember. Those are both like, that's pretty low cost. And then you don't have to buy a contract until you get your first client. So that should pay for itself. And you don't have to pay for a learning management system to house your course 
unless if you have a client or two, because it's free the first few clients. So really it's not that expensive. Social media is free for advertisement. What you're paying for is your time, the opportunity cost of your time dedicated towards building a practice. And what you want to do if you're smart and you want to prevent burnout is make sure that your time is allocated towards what's a priority and you're not quote unquote throwing spaghetti on the wall. So many people call us call our company or email us and say, I've tried everything. I've tried A, B, and C, and I still can't seem to get a result. Can you help me figure out that pathway? And that's what the dietitian boss method is for, to give you the step-by-step framework of what to do exactly to set up your messaging, to create a focused position and statement about how you stand out in the market, to create content, compelling content that supports your messaging, to set up your social media profiles, to create an offer that supports your needs as a business owner. For many of you, that's a course. For some of you, it's a group program. For others, it's coaching or a hybrid. And then to be able to have a system to sell said product or service. And that would be sales skills and a simple sales process. The last thing you'll need is a growth-oriented mindset because everything starts with the first principle of the dietitian boss method, and that's having courage and employing a high level of courage to be able to do something different. Because in an industry where 8% of dietitians own a business, we have to stand against the normal traditional clinical dietitian trajectory, and we have to step into what's uncomfortable, whether we're doing so while we're one foot in the door of clinical or whether we're going full on all the way to private practice, depending on your living situation, your comfort level for us to stand up for what we want and starting a business is definitely uncomfortable and nothing grows in the comfort zone. That's why starting your own business and investing in yourself to be among others who are also uncomfortable is a fantastic first step. So I hope that these five excuses were helpful for you. If you identified or resonated with any of the excuses, send me a message on Instagram at Dietitian Boss. Send me a DM or why don't you tag me while you're listening to this episode so I can know what stood out to you. And if you have any ideas or suggestions of future topics that you're my team to discuss, or you'd like me to interview with any of our clients, let me know and we'll consider them because we are here to serve you and we're dedicated to inspiring and motivating you and giving you the tools and resources that you need to be in the minority of starting your private practice and operating it so that you can live life and reach your full potential and become financially independent and free and live that flexible lifestyle while feeling aligned with the body of work that you've created and leveraged using social media. We'll see you next time. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.